0: Hello, everyone. My name is Boyd. You can also call me by my internet name Zod, and you are listening to the first episode of the Yokai Paradise Podcast. And this is the podcast where I talk about the weird, creepy, and fun creatures of Japanese folklore called yokai. Uh, we'll also be talking about uh, ghost stories and urban legends of Japan as well. And since this is more or less an introduction episode, uh, I'm going to talk about how all this came about and i'll also talk a little bit about myself and about what yokai are when i was brainstorming ideas about this i wasn't sure what i wanted to do I-, I knew for sure that i wanted to talk about japan but what i wasn't sure of was in what capacity that i wanted to uh producing youtube content was the initial idea that i had and while it's still an idea that runs through my head it's just not something i'm trying to enter- trying to entertain at the moment Sorry. Uh, Writing a blog sounded like a good idea, Uh, but to me, it didn't feel like it'd be satisfying enough. Um, I do plan to write stuff related to the podcast, or write stuff in conjunction with the podcast, Uh, but that's something that'll come down the road, and I'll announce that at some point in the future. But I guess naturally, or however you want to put it, a podcast seemed like the next likely avenue to channel this idea. Now that I knew how I wanted to properly express what I wanted to do, uh, I just had to figure out what I wanted to talk about. Uh, there's a lot of content out there about Japan these days, and I think that's mainly because interest in Japan has spiked a lot in the past few years. Uh, probably thanks to the Tokyo Olympics, you know, happening. We don't know yet, and just more people being exposed to Japan in general. And a lot of that content explores the uniqueness of Japan and also really captured how beautiful the country is. And since I don't live in Japan and I've only been there once, I didn't really feel comfortable talking about that kind of stuff. So, what could I really talk about in relation to Japan? You know, talking about anime and manga seemed kind of obvious and cliche. And not trying to disparage the anime YouTube and podcasting community, um, but I didn't think it was for me. So, what else could I talk about? After some thinking, it finally hit me. It should have been obvious when the idea came to me. But Yokai. A podcast about Yokai seemed like the most obvious and fun idea to do. Especially since Japanese folklore is something that I really enjoy. By no means am I an expert, but it is something that I've always had a growing interest in over the years. That has a lot to do with the stuff I enjoy, either makes references to, or explicitly uses Japanese folklore and, you know, whatever it is. So I thought this was the perfect opportunity to learn more about and to understand Japanese folklore better. And so, with that, what exactly are yokai? What do they look like? What do they do? Yokai is kind of a catch all term used to describe a plethora of supernatural creatures, demons, monsters, ghosts, etc. You know, there was a uh, quote that was made by Nintendo a few years ago where they said that yokai weren't really any of the above that I mentioned, and that they were simply just yokai. And I think there is some truth to what Nintendo is saying. Uh, that there really you know, isn't anything like yokai you know, anywhere else in the world, and that they're entirely unique to Japan. And, you know, while, of course, Japanese folklore, you know, originated from somewhere, I think it's fair to say that Japan has turned something like, like yokai into something of their own. And, you know, yes, you can categorize them based on, you know, attributes that some of them have, like the Tsukumogami or the Bakemono, but to simply label them in broad terms, such as monsters or demons, doesn't really do them justice. And that's what I think Nintendo was trying to get at there. So, I think... The most amazing and interesting things about Yokai is just how different they look from one another, and also just how there is a Yokai for almost virtually any situation out there. Now, Yokai are categorized into several different categories uh, based on some of their common attributes. Uh, Like the Tsukumogami, Uh, they're typically household items that gain a soul after serving their master for a hundred years. They're typically harmless, but are also mischievous. Uh, some of the most recognizable ones are the Kasa Obake, which is the Umbrella Yokai, the Bakezori, the Sandals Yokai, and the Chochinobake, Obake, which is the Lantern Yokai. And next we have Bakemono and Obake. Bakemon are usually animals that can shapeshift into humans. Um, probably the most notable one is the Kitsune, which if you aren't aware of at this point, are foxes that have the ability to shapeshift into humans. And we also have the tanuki, which are very similar in this aspect, that they can uh, shape shift into humans as well. But they probably aren't as devious as the kitsune is. And next is the obake, which this is you know a more general or broad term for ghost. And you know there's debate whether you consider them yokai or not, uh, since at one point they were a living person but we'll save that debate for another time. Oni are another group in the world of Yokai, and I think Oni are probably the most recognizable out of all the Yokai. Uh, if, if anyone has seen anime like uh, Yu Yu Hakusho or Dragon Ball Z, then I think you're you know, most likely somewhat familiar with them. And they're usually characterized by being insanely tall typically having blue or red skin but can sometimes have different different colors as well Um, one or more horns and are usually seen wearing a loincloth from an animal now i've seen these be put into a category on their own depending on where you look but uh, tengu can be separated uh, into you know a group of their own Tengu are goblins that are on a level of a demigod. Uh, they're usually tricksters, and they have some very noticeable features to them. And I think most people aren't aware that there that there are actually two different types of Tengu. Uh, I think the Tengu that most people are familiar with is the one that is red, uh, has a very long nose like Pinocchio, and has you know usually white or black hair, and that's called a Dai Tengu. And then we have the Kotengu, and that is, you know, characterized by looking like a humanoid crow. And so with that, I probably didn't do a very good job at explaining these, but, you know, we'll get more in depth with all of these yokai in the future. You know, this was really just a way to introduce people uh, who may be unfamiliar with yokai, but... You know, if you've noticed from the title, uh, this podcast isn't going to be just entirely about yokai. Uh, we're also going to be talking about ghost stories and urban legends in Japan as well. And I think adding these stories will make the podcast feel a bit more a bit more refreshing and make it a bit more exciting. And, you know, that's not really saying that yokai are boring, but talking about one thing all the time may feel a little monotonous. But maybe that's just me. You know, there's so many different ghost stories and urban legends in Japan that I think it'll be fun and it'll mix the schedule up for the podcast. And, you know, since there are so many different yokai tales, myths, and legends a part of Japanese folklore, you know, you really start to wonder, you know, where did these stories come from? You know, a lot of these stories, you know, started with ancient folk religions and, you know traditions of Japan, you know, through tribes that were living on the, you know, main island. And, you know, of course, as time passes on, uh, you know, a lot of these traditions get passed down and get changed, you know, because a lot of them were passed for, you know, through word of mouth. Um, but, you know, they were revised um, by, you know, the Shinto belief in animism, which is the belief that everything has a living soul, and Buddhism, which carried some Chinese and Indian elements to it as well. You know, I think the important thing to understand about yokai in Japanese folklore is that these strange and fantastical creatures you know, weren't just conceived out of thin air. You know, as fun as they are, they do have meaning and they do have purpose. You know, yokai were used to explain events that may have been unexplainable. You know, they may also have been used to explain a feeling as well. You know, so there pretty much, you know, was a yokai for any kind of situation or scenario that took place. And I think it's also really important to point something like this out because I think it also makes you think about how life was for people during these times and maybe help how they thought back then as well. So yeah, the history of yokai and Japanese folklore, you know, is very extensive, and that you know really gets me excited about doing this podcast. And you know, of course, that love of Japanese folklore, you know, came from somewhere. Primarily from my strong enjoyment of Japan and appreciation of its culture. You know, ever since I was a kid, and even though I wasn't aware of the stuff that I consumed came from Japan, uh, you know, I enjoyed it nonetheless. And it all started with, you know, Power Rangers. You know, I was a huge fan of Power Rangers, and I would watch it religiously whenever it came on. Um, and of course from there I discovered shows like Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z, you know, which again, I didn't know that it was anime and I didn't know that it came from Japan. And it was only until a family member had told me what anime was and that the shows that I was watching, you know, were anime and came from Japan, you know, it was almost like a whole new world had opened up to me. You know, it wasn't until I got older that I started to look more into the culture of Japan. You know, I still enjoy anime and manga, maybe even more so now than I ever have. But there really is so much more to Japan than those two things. And while I'm not familiar with everything that has to do with Japanese culture, there's still a lot to appreciate there. You know, a lot to appreciate and a lot to learn. And I have some fun things planned for this podcast and I hope to branch out from there. And, you know, none of this is going to be possible. You know if i don't have you guys along for the ride you know which the people that are listening to this i appreciate every single one of you and i hope the word gets out quick about this podcast and i think that about does it i hope everyone enjoyed the first episode of the yokai paradise podcast uh of course Be sure to leave a review or rating. Uh, This is going to help the podcast get noticed quicker and exposed to more people. So that's always helpful. And you you can download or listen to the podcast on pretty much any platform uh, that you can listen to podcasts and also you can follow me at uh the various social media accounts which i'll have listed in the description and you know follow me you'll get updates on new episodes uh, that come out and also just want to apologize because i know i announced uh this podcast a while ago but you know nothing came out until now um i'm currently in school i didn't realize how of a workload is going to be this semester but i appreciate everyone's patience and i again hope you look forward to the next episode and just want to throw a little shout out there to marina gonzalez of breathing tokyo for creating you know the awesome logo for the podcast uh definitely go check out her social media uh, which i'll also link in the description and also she just started a podcast not too long ago as well and definitely give that a listen